What's up, boxing fans? Podcast number 47 is here. Check us out as we talk about Alexander Povetkin versus Dylan White, too. And we talk about Bud versus Spitz. You know the vibes. This ain't one of the times you can slide by what you say that you're gonna do. Put your money up, run that phase, I'm just showing proof. You know the vibes, huh? Ain't got no ways up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in the mind, yana. I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only right we represent from Tampa to Tally. We keep the pressure on these eyes, they call you lacking. Till you flapping on the canvas and bombing your weaving. Unleashing the fury on your face while the audience screaming. Hope they got great seats or the pay per view. Let's get the breakdown from JDJQ. You know the vibes. Ding, ding. What up, Boxing World? This is Boxing Vibes TV coming right back at you, giving you the best analysis on the internet, YouTube, Spotify, you name it. All that, all that. We yeah. got the crew in the building. We got JD. Uh-huh. I'm in here 8-1 Trey all day. We got Q in the building. What to do, baby? Hercules Slim in the building. With the hey, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> and we got yours truly, J-Box, the moderator of the madness. So we're here to give you the best boxing analysis on the internet. But before uh-huh. we do that, JD, please give them pie quarter of the day. Oh man, we doing pie quarter of the day, man. Shit, I wasn't even ready for that shit. Oh shit. Bro. Hey, so, so 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 this is a little man. bit impromptu, right? So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take it over and give them the pie quarter. Of the go ahead, day. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, give it to him, bro. Go ahead, give it to him. All right, my fortress is impregnable. <laughs> <laughs> He's Ooh, no conqueror. I'm the conqueror. <laughs> I want to eat man. his kids. Praise Ooh. be to Allah. Allah. <laughs> Iron Mike Tyson. I. That's none other than the Iron Man. Iron Mike Tyson, baddest man on the planet. Now, of course, you guys, you can um, go ahead and, and, and YouTube it to get the full thing. Um, and uh, hear Mike Tyson's uh, uh, full rant, and he's been way more entertaining than I was. But just go ahead. I just want to sprinkle a little bit of pie quarter today on there. Well, so before we get started, JD, you got to tell them what to do, though. You got to tell them what to do, man. Uh, if you're down with the vibes, hit the notification bell and subscribe. Do on, t- that. on top of that like button, you got to hit that bell, <laughs> man. Please. Definitely. Please. Definitely. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into the first topic. All right. So we got a rematch of an upset. Uh, from last year, um, Dylan White versus Alexander Povetkin. I'll go ahead and let you take that cue. What are your thoughts? Man, listen, first of all, I'm going to say, I want to apologize to everybody that listened to the last one because, bro, and y'all, you know what I'm saying? I said, I thought it was a trilogy, bro. And I'm like, why did I say a trilogy? I figured it out later. This thing, this thing was a, it was a roller coaster, man. Because, I mean, really, keep it a buck. My man, my man Dylan White. I mean, he 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 was handling business all the way through through the fifth round. And when when my man caught him with the with the punches, the uppercut from hell, mm-hmm. the uppercut of the <laughs> shot, he caught he reached down there real deep, man, and caught this man. You know, because I, I mean, it looked like the fight was about to be over. You know, um, and then rematched what I'm expecting with 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 Pavet can be in four. You know, he'll be forty one this year. I think September. Dylan White, he'll be thirty three. You know, next month. Um, and the way that fight played out, man, um, I'm really leaning very hard toward Dylan White, man. And this fight will not quote me on this, will not go 12 rounds. That's a fact. And um, I like Dylan White to, to to pick up, you know what I'm saying, where he left off before the fifth round. I feel like he'll get in there and, you know, um, I feel like he's going to take Pavekin out, man. 
That's what I got. You know, I feel like it's, it's a Dylan White fight, man. He little this one. I, it, it's a must win. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's a must, it definitely must win. JD, what you got on? Oh, I got a quick man. You, man, you feel like it's a must win, man, with uh with Dylan White still being only 32, 33 years old, bro? Well, I'm, I mean, he got plenty of time. I just feel like. No, hell, he don't. Not at 32 years old. Well, well what I'm saying, what, what I'm saying is the reason why it's a must win, I mean, he got to win the big fight. And it's a big fight. You know, and he want the bigger fights. He, you know, he want one of the juggernauts, you know. Um, and I feel like the next step would be, I feel like him and Wada, I, I really want to see him and Wada. And I, I spoke on that a little bit in the last one, you know. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a connected with, and I know I drive J-Box. I drive the moderator of the match. It's super crazy with this, you know what I mean? Because I was, I didn't even answer the question. I'm watching it back. I'm like, damn, bro. I know I'm aggravated by the moderator. <laughs> nah, that's but, uh, comes with the territory. We all good. Yeah. 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 But uh, that, that's what yeah. are I like, I like Dylan White, man. Dylan White by KO. All right, all right, all right. All right. And that's reasonable. I mean, I mean, so where you at with it, JD? Uh man, where I'm at with it, man, you know, uh, you know, a famous group uh by the name of Journey. You know, they, they oh, once had a song. Oh, oh man, it's I love that song. It's a hit song, man. And you know, it, it's very fitting for what we saw transpire from Alexander Pavekin. And that song goes, don't stop believing. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hold on to that feeling. Right, because oh Bruh. my goodness, man. And Q, you hit on the head, man. At 41 years of age, I don't even think Alexander Povekin believed that he could slap him out of there like that Whoa. with an uppercut, man. <laughs> that boy, he was out of there, bro. Out of there. Out, out, out of there, like, man. Almost, out of, almost out of the ring. <laughs> So, Crazy. so man, when you look at when you look at how things went in fight one, I I agree with uh, what you all stated before. Throughout the fight, what we saw was a domination by Dylan White up to you know a few moments, just a few spots. But you know, in the heavyweight division, all it takes is a few moments, and everything can change. So I really expect in this rematch on Saturday for Dylan White to come back with a vengeance. Um, you know, it's going to be real interesting to see how hesitant he is. You know, it kind of it kind of harkens me back to the the upset that we saw happen with Ruiz and Joshua, um, where Ruiz unexpectedly uh, rocked Joshua, and you know took the fight that night. You know, so and we saw Joshua come back, fought fought an excellent fight, but you did see a few adjustments to avoid getting hit with that with that vicious shot by Ruiz. So I expect Dylan White to also, you know, not be cautious, but I expect him to come into the fight, you know, at least having a healthy respect for the power that Alexander Povetkin has as a heavyweight, you know, and and avoid any of those big, crazy bombs that could come his way. But I don't know if I'm willing to say Dylan White by KO, like you, Q, but I'm going to definitely say Dylan White by decision. All right, so <clears throat> I'm gonna just chime in on this. First of all, it ain't far fetched to say anybody by KO. I mean, there was three knockdowns, Real and, the third, and the third one uh, left somebody Boy. unconscious. And it's a heavyweight fight, so I mean, it is reasonable. Um, <clears throat> so, but both of you said something interesting, right? <laughs> Q, you said he almost knocked him out of the ring. JD, you said, oh, you know, it's a heavyweight division. Anything can happen with one punch, which 
brought me back to a fight. I'm a, I'm a rewind way back, way back. I don't know if you guys remember this, but just for one guy, there's slight differences, right? One guy was from the States. One guy was from the UK. And I know you guys are wondering what I'm talking about. But when you said he almost knocked him out of the ring, this just brought me back to Oleg Maskev and Haseem Rockman. Right. That it just, you, you, you know, Haseem Rockman was performing pretty well. It looked like it was a back and forth, good fight. Bam. One of the rematch. And I think the rematch is where he was laid out like a pork roast on Jim Lampley's. Right next desk. to me. Right, right next to me. me. <laughs> right in front of me. So, so I, because of that, I don't know what to expect. Because now, Pavetka knows he can take Dylan White's power. Dylan White doesn't know if he can take, take Pavetka's power. power. Mm-hmm. Which, which gives Pavetkin more confidence. Which, even if he's losing, is like, all I got to do is win. Uh, no, 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 no. One big shot. I don't think that's fair to say, though, bro. Like, for Beckham landed, the hell, like, he landed the damn ball, what, power ball, bro. But what, he but landed what, the lucky lottery ticket, bro. But what I'm saying, what round did he land it in? Wasn't it like the seventh? It, it, it was a fifth. It was a fifth. It was fifth, a fifth oh, round. Fifth round. Two minutes, 39 seconds. Early, early fifth. Okay, okay. so, so yeah. that's what I'm saying. If, like, if it goes to J- JD, was thinking maybe it goes to full 12. And even if it goes that far, you have to think Pavekin is thinking in his head, I can catch him again because I caught him once. If I did it once, I can do it again. Because it wasn't like it was a lucky punch. It was a good count. It was a good counter punch. It was a, I hate to say to use this reference, it was a Manny Pacquiao, you know, market. Yeah, well, well, well. And, but, but I mean, and Pavetkin is pretty, he, he, that's, that's one of his signature. Yeah, signature yeah he's savvy. Punch. Yeah, he's savvy. One of his so, signature punches. He, he landed that punch. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, j- just to chime in, I it just when you guys were saying that, it just brought me back to those that 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 those two that two series fight between Asim Rahman and and it seemed like Asim Rahman, okay, you 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 got knocked out the first time, you got on a little winning streak, you did you know do anything, boom, you got got again. So I, I just wonder sometimes people just have your number. And especially since the knockout happened so early, you wonder if there's something in Dylan White's defense that Pavekin can exploit again. So, but, you know, it's, it's great to see these guys willing to jump in the ring a second time after this. But for the next topic, I want to speak on two guys who ain't willing to jump in the ring with each other one time. <laughs> and that is um, Bud Crawford and Errol the Spence. Errol, Errol the Truth Spence. <laughs> Hell the Spence Truth, the Truth Spence, man down. I chopped it up. It don't matter. Y'all know who the hell I'm talking about. Hand right. down, man down. Hand that down, boy, man down. Hand down, man down. That boy from the D, that boy from hey. Dallas, Texas. Errol So let's go ahead, JD. There's some things that, that came out, and it was said that Buck Crawford was talking about he wouldn't even take a 50-50 fight. What do you think about that? Do you think that's what he meant? And if that is what he meant, how does that make him look? You know, I think absolutely that is not what the way that a lot of people out there are taking this quote, you know, where um, he was quoted as, you know, saying that he would not, you know, he don't think he'd take a fight right now, even if it was 50 50. But then he follows up after saying that, that really you could tell, man, honestly, Terrence Crawford, he's salty. You know what I mean? He's salty at what's going on with the PBC side. 
You know, a lot of people could argue on the PBC side. It's it's smart business. You know, they don't give a damn about Bob Arum. They don't give a, a damn about helping out Bud Crawford when essentially we all know the gripes and the issues and the tension that are occurring right now between uh, Bud Crawford and Bob Arum. So, but ultimately, I do feel that Terrence Crawford, when he responded and said what he said as far as blowing off 50-50, it is really more personal where he's looking at it as, man, I've been hollering at Spence for the longest. I've been hollering at all these boys on the PB side for the longest. This is nothing new, nothing new to anybody. None of these boys really want to come to the table honestly and really have a fair talk with your boy. So at this point, by all intents and purposes, to me, when he said that, it was a euphemism, a pretty nice way of him saying, F them, screw them boys. In my opinion, that's what I feel Terrence Crawford was saying when he made that, that comment. If Errol, the truth Spence, really came to the table along with Al Heyman, and they really had 50-50 on the table, I believe Terrence will take that in two seconds. In two seconds, he'd have pen to paper, and that fight <laughs> would be on. But I, I, that's that's what that's all I think it is, man. I think it is. I, I will say, Bud's salty, man. He's salty at a number of things. He probably salty at Bob Arum. He probably salty at PBC. He's salty at a number of things, man. And, and nobody really want to show him love because, from a business standpoint, again, we talked about this before. It makes sense for everybody to freeze him out right now. Well, yeah, with the Q. Yeah. Yeah, I pretty much um I, I agree with what you said. You know, I agree. Uh, I just had to see for myself, man, because I can't believe you said it. So I had to, I had to find exact content, you know, the exact. Because I was seeing it all over the feeds everywhere. But um, after watching it, you know, ultimately I think because man, listen, Bud Bud is competitive. He he a hunter, you know what I'm saying? Mm. He a killer. Like Bud, he 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 wanted roses. You know what I'm saying? He want all the spoils that come with heavy with the, you know, he want all the spoils that come with, you know. I see him as somebody, I think he wants to fight more than Spence. You know, and Spence is in a position where he go, he can make money. He he's a pay-per-view. He, you know, he he, he is the A side as far as far as numbers go, as far as uh drawing power. And um, that's what and I'm not saying he don't want to fight. What I'm saying is he can make money and he's on the side, you know, he's on the PBC side, which you know they got a lot more fighters. Um, so I feel like, like you say, I feel like he saw that. I feel like he said that and feeling like, man, you know, he explained how he, he was calling them out or he was even at, at 147, you know what I'm saying? Or he was undisputed at mm -hmm. 140. He was calling them out. You know, they, I remember the, the, uh, you on the wrong side of the street. I remember you need, you ain't, you need to get a belt. He got a belt and then they downplayed the belt. You know what I'm saying? They downplayed his win. And, um, you know, he frustrated. He's very frustrated right now. And, um, I think if it was legit. Pen on paper, and they don't sign. They don't sign him a contract fifty fifty. Oh, he 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 take that. He take that so quick. You, you might not see his hand move. That's how quick he's gonna sign that contract. And because I, I, I really believe he 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 in his heart believe that he would beat Eric Spence. And you know, I lean toward Bud in that fight myself. I think I think he's the you know more savvy. I think he's the dog. And then, you know they both they both. It'll be a very amazing fight. It'll be a very good fight. You know. Um, but I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that he don't really mean that, you know. Mm. And he, 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 he did. He never said no, but he just said he don't know, which was frustrating for fans that want to see the fight. Like, bro, what you mean? And then, you know, so he never said no, though. But let, he let, said, let, me, let me ask y'all this. 
All right. What you got? So, Tiafimo Lopez, I, I I brought this up, and I, I'll, I'll let you, you guys just follow me. I'll let you know what you know. You guys will see where I'm going. Tiafimo Lopez, all right? He fought Richard Comey, Nakatani, which in retrospect are looking like great fights. Then he put it all on the line um, against Lomachenko. When I say all on the line. There was no contract way. talks, mm. like he cap his pay no for rematch. X amount of fights. No re- like mm. it was basically like you lose this fight, your career is never going to rise above this. Basically, we're not gonna promote you like that. So he took those risks. Sean Porter has been calling out Bud Crawford for some time now. Bud hasn't seemed very interested. So if you're Errol Spence and you're sitting there. Well, I went through that war with Sean Porter. I just came back fresh off a horrific wreck and fought Danny Garcia. That's fact. Why are you rushing to the top of the mountain when you haven't fought the level of competition I fought? Because I've made this money without you. You're looking for a bigger payday so you can be crowned king without having to go through all the dirty work. Sort of like you see with Devin Haney and all those guys in that young stable in that lightweight division. What do you guys say to that? Because if, if, I can only assume that's Errol Spence's attitude, not just being on the wrong side of the street. But I think Errol Spence is like, I earned my A side by going through the best fighters at the 147 pound division. Because when I fought Kel, Kel Brook, he was Kel Brook. So yeah. what, do you, what do you guys say to that? I said, man, that's a very great point you just made. Um, and I agree 100% um, as far as, I mean, because he, he has, he he didn't take it, bro. He took the senior route. He didn't go straight to it. You know, he had to go through it, car wrecking everything. But with, and especially from him coming back from that without, without us knowing how he was going to fare, you know, because right. you know, until you were in a real fight, bro, you don't really, you, you, you could go through, you know, uh, training and everything, but you really getting hit with real punches, to, you know. Um, he's, that's the that's I respect that frame of mind, and that is a perspective that I think that um that that Bud might have to think about because I mean really real talk I mean Sean Porter's been begging for that fight for a minute. So, and, and you know Sean Porter has been begging for that fight, and he he done die played Sean Porter also. He say Sean Porter man, really you guys beat you, you know what I'm saying? And see, so so and then he say you don't got a belt, you got so I fight you guys to get a belt because uh, he beat you really anyway. Then right. but then he said. Then he said something about that that, that uh, Sean Porter really beat Thurman. I mean, not Thurman, but um, Spence. But, uh, Spence. So it's just like, bro, you can't you, you, can't have it both you ways. You can't, you can't get yourself, frustrated because yeah, people are playing. Yeah, you can't yeah. get frustrated because people are playing the same game you play. Yeah, that yeah. that's getting played on. You know, people playing the same game that you're yeah. playing on other people. Right. It's right. levels to it. Right. And then when you play those games, you run into those levels. Like, right. not just saying talent. I'm not saying talent wise, but as far as Bargaining power, there's levels to this. Not <laughs> expenses level, and Sean yeah. Porter might not be at your level, but when you play the game yeah. like that, you can't really call foul. So, what you got to say about that, JD? Hey man, at this point, all that all that stuff I think is out of the window, and I say that because right now you even have Sean Porter and Keith Thurman, who essentially have both admitted that really the real issue behind the fights is Bob Aaron. 
Right now, as of recent, you have both of those fighters, Sean Porter and Keith Thurman, who were pretty much admitted, a hey, it really ain't Bud. They're like, man, actually, you know, we done chopped up with Bud. It's really not him. Is Bob doesn't want to pay us. Because in the scenario that Keith and Sean would fight Bud, it appears that Bob and them, of course, would have um, Terrence as the A-side. So Bob got to come up with the money. And then when we get the Spence, like you said, Jay, with him, assuming he's at the, the top of the mountain at PBC, it flips when it goes to Spence where, okay, I'm the A-side in this position. So I, I really think at this point, it, 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 I'm going to tell you, it harkens me back to a quote that Iron Mike Tyson once said when he was at his peak, right? And what he, and this is how I think Bud is starting to feel, especially when it comes to Spence. Iron Mike Tyson said, you know, when I, when I holler at certain heavyweights and if they don't want to fight me, right, I take it as a disrespect. And people was like, dang, Iron Mike, how you see it as a disrespect if a fighter who's pretty much your equal or y'all near each other doesn't want to fight you? And he says, because, man, ultimately, at the end of the day, this is how we feed our family. So if you sit there and you know that we could both feed our family and make a certain amount and you purposefully tell me, nah, then I take that personal. Because at that point, we could be sitting there making money, feeding generations, feeding our family. So when certain fighters tell me that, I take that personal. So ultimately, I personally feel like, so I totally disagree with your Sean Porter point at, at this juncture. I think that might have been true about a couple of months ago, but I but even but as recently on the record, Sean and Keith have come out and pretty much said that they've kind of killed the notion that Bud would be the one ducking them. Oh, and, and Bud, Bud would I, like to fight both of them, but they both have admitted that ultimately, as we saw with Tiafima Lopez, as we've seen with a number of fighters, Bob does not want to pay anybody. So I think that is really the issue at play right now. And, and, I, and, I, and I understand part of that. I just don't want to scapegoat Bob Arum completely. I don't want to use him as that because but, but, but I, I, I'm, think, I'm just talking I don't think about that's a scapegoat, though. If but, they admit but, but, that, no, that well, the, point, the, the point I'm making is not is, the issue. What I'm, what I, the point I'm making is Terrence Crawford's attitude about fighting those fighters publicly is significantly different than when they talk about Errol Spence. And the reason why I say that is because like every fighter right now during the pandemic, there's Twitter fighting going on. Hmm. When Sean Porter and Sean Porter recently came out and called for the fight, Terrence Crawford played him to the left. Now, if that was Errol Spence, how would Terrence Crawford respond? That's the point I'm making. So I'm not going to completely just scapegoat Bob Arum. Like he's the ultimate reason why when you publicly see Terrence Crawford's stance different when it comes to Keith Thurman and Sean Porter. And that's just, that's on the record. I'm not, that's but, not, but, it's not but, even, but, a, but, hold on. I'm just saying, that's not even a I point of debate. When, when, when each of them have approached Terrence Crawford, his response has been significantly different. Even Q spoke on this has been significantly different than when it came to Keith, uh, when it came to Errol Spence. So my thing about it is 
The same way he talked about he'd rather go fight you guys. He got a belt. Sean Porter even got a belt. That's the point I'm trying to make. He's trying to belittle those fighters like, hey, eh, whatever. And he's really trying to go after the big dog. So, yes, Bob Arum is probably a major factor. But I guarantee you the same reason why we might want to say Spence is down to fight. But he's like, hey, man, I'm going to be the A side. You're not going to sit up there, climb the mountain. I'm going to pay you more money and you potentially beat me. No, you're going to have to earn it. And that's the same. And that's nothing wrong with Terrence Crawford having the same thing, having the same attitude. But the difference is he hasn't beat the top talent yet at 147. But, but, so I'll but, let you guys go ahead and take it. But, but, but check this out, though. The reason why that really doesn't matter to me, the whole who's playing who less, is because, bro, if one particular fighter who you've seen for a long time as your equal, right? If that particular fighter could stand to make with you in tandem, probably over a hundred million combined. Oh, no, that's, right? that's, they wouldn't make a hundred million. Oh, oh, how, however much. What we, what we would know is that they would make a stark difference in an amount of money over a Sean Porter fight. Yes. Hands down, Errol Spence versus Terrence Crawford would do way more numbers than Terrence Crawford versus Sean Porter. But here's the, here's the funny oh, thing. Let me finish. Let me finish my no, point. No, no, no. Oh, I'm going to make this small oh, point. Let me finish my point, bro. Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. So ultimately, at the end of the day, if you got a big fish who you see as your equal, who can make all these M's with, why wouldn't you sit there and look at a Sean Porter? or Keith Thurman as plan B's. Naturally, you're not going to sit there and be like, you're not going to clap and want to fight somebody for 20 mil the same amount that you would somebody who you can make 100 million, bro. That don't make okay. sense. So, so, so let me, the let money, me, the money let, disparity is too I, big. I, let, let, let me just correct you on one thing. There's no way in the hell Spence versus Bud is a hundred million dollar fight. Not even. Bro, 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 don't get caught up in the numbers. No, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm approaching my point. Don't get caught up in the specific. No, I'm, I'm approaching. It's very important. About the Do I need to be the moderator? Do I need to be the moderator? No, no, no. Because you're going off on a different argument. No, 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 no. You follow my progression. It's a very real thing. And I'm about to bring this point to a tie it up so we can move on and connect it with. Um. Spence and Bud won't even come close to making a hundred mil. And Spence knows that that's part of his apprehension to it. Not because he's afraid, but the money is not there. And it's partly because of Bud's fault. So the point I'm trying to make is he's talking about, you're talking about, Oh, you can make 20 million as opposed to a hundred million. And you're just talking about ratio of money, but here's the problem. That's not even the biggest fight at welterweight that can be made. A fight with Manny Pacquiao with either one of them is the biggest fight that can be made. So right now, well, we know that ain't gonna happen. But, but, here, but <laughs> okay, so we ain't even got it. We know that's but, not but, that, but that's the point I'm trying to make. There's bigger fish out there, and so but when the you're big, but, but no, 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 and you're trying to hunt a guy who's going after the big fish and you ain't even ate up all the little fish, the guy's going to be like, what are you doing? I'm, I've, I've, I've ran through that <laughs> test. I'm trying to get a Pacquiao <laughs> fight. Why don't you handle my lightweight that I handle? And while I'm trying to get this Pacquiao fight. I agree. I agree, I agree with that logic. That makes and, sense. And so, so for me, it's like, if I'm Errol Spence, it's like, dude, I can make more money fighting 
Manny Pacquiao. So yeah, I'm going to chase that fight. I'm going to fight you guys. I'm going to fight somebody else. And why don't you go do that while I'm chasing a bigger bag while you're chasing your biggest bag with me? And so that's the, that's the ability of bargaining power of being an A-side. And I fully believe that's what Crawford's doing with Spence and Thurman because that's why they got lowballed. And that's the only thing I'm saying. You, you, I'll give you guys a chance to respond and then we'll move on to connect the woods. First off, first off, man, in response to the only other bigger fish is Manny Pacquiao. I'm going to tell you right now, we could hypothetical all day about Spence chasing Manny Pacquiao. I personally don't believe Pac-Man is taking on Bud or Spence. I would be, now, if, if Pacquiao were to pop up and call up Al Heyman and sit there and say that, yeah, I'll take on Spence, then brother, my brother, then, you, then you're right with that logic if that's what Pacquiao is about to do. And if that's what now, if that's what you're telling me Spence is waiting on and all this talk that we hear about Manny Pacquiao fighting the smaller Mikey Garcia is a false narrative, then I would agree with that logic. But right now, that's not what anybody is truly hearing. So if you're telling me that's what he's trying to chase, cool, I get that. But after that, the real reality is, is that there's only left Spence versus Bud. So ultimately, forget about the numbers. What we know is if you are Bud, you, the person right now, if you already know that Pacquiao ain't going to fight you, Bud has tried numerous times to go after Manny Pac-Man Pacquiao, the biggest fish, like you just said. Pac-Man ain't going for it. The next biggest fish would be Errol the True Spence. So now you're going to go after the next big fish. So naturally, if you look at the progression going down the ladder, you would not be as excited. You're not going to be even. Who's going to be as evenly excited or okay. calling out Manny Pacquiao compared Terrence to Crawford Sean was on record or anybody saying, else? Terrence Crawford was on record saying the Errol Spence fight is history. So if it's history, you, you got to work down your progression, like you said. Because here's the thing. I remember you saying they were in deep talks and that fight would have been made if it wasn't for the pandemic. So if you was that close, I'm pretty sure... Errol Spence has more of an inside track with PBC. So all I'm saying is this. I would like to see Terrence Bud Crawford practice what he preaches. That's all I'm saying. He's a great fighter. I would love to see him fight Sean Porter. I'd love to see him fight Keith Thurman. So as we're moving on, let's go on to the next topic. Well, the next section of it, which is connect or with. So first connect them with. We got a, we got a fight coming up in May, all right? A pretty interesting fight. And this is a fight for a couple of years that I wanted to see just because I like it stylistically. But connector with Billy Joe Saunders is going to make a competitive fight with Canelo Alvarez. And when I say competitive, I mean, we're in the eighth, ninth round and it's anybody's fight. Go ahead, Q. I'll let you take it. Connector with. Uh, eighth, ninth round, it could be close. Um, it could be close, but I, I'm going to still say a whiff, but I feel like Canelo will be done. It'll be separation before the sixth. By, by round the fifth, sixth round, I feel like Canelo will be done, done. You know, he'll be done landing harder punches. I feel like he'll be done. He'll be done, done something significant early, I think. I, I say a whiff. He ain't got him out of there. <laughs> what do you got on the JD? Nah, that's a whiff, bro. By the time we get to the eighth and ninth round, bro, it's not going to be anybody's fight. Not, not dealing with, maybe if you were to say a round four player, my, he made two <laughs> rounds of peace. But by the time we get to the eighth round, bro, nah, that's a whiff, man. Uh-uh, nah. 
So two whiffs, you don't think Billy Joe signs with the footwork and he might be able to work some magic? Man, no, nah, not that late in the fight, man. It ain't going to be that close. Not that late in the fight. <laughs> If this was a dancing contest, the footwork, the footwork you know, Canelo, Canelo got that torso, that torso. Yeah, he, 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 you know, he twerking and turkey. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, he got it. Yeah, all right, so, all right, so moving on to the next connector with. All right. You know, everybody at this point has seen Andy Ruiz's quads, right? Man. Eddie Reynoso <laughs> got that man out there, whipped him into <laughs> shape, got them legs, legs looking good. Still up the upper body look like mechanic, but the, the, you know it's 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 all business at the bottom party at the top. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you know what I'm saying? Shots and margaritas at the top, all business at the bottom. <laughs> so with that being said, he's being matched up with um a, at once a promising American heavyweight prospect in Christopher. Well, yeah. The issue is though, the fight is paper is a pay per view fight. $49.95. Connect the whiff. This is gonna be Q. a hard one. Q. This is gonna be hard. Is gonna be you a hard are one. spending $50. Hell no. <laughs> oh, Andy Ruiz whiff. versus Christopher Ariola. That's that's a super whiff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> super whiff. I, I would care the replay, bro. $50, man. I'm sorry, bro. You know what I'm saying? I can't do it. Can't do, <laughs> can't it. do it. Where nah, you at with it, JD? Man, you know what's crazy is it's actually when you look top to bottom, they put together a pretty stacked card where every single bout is interesting. Is right, interesting. All right. Spun a four on that. I definitely want to see him fight. Yeah, I think Omar Figueroa is on there. Um, uh, one or two other, you know, notable fighters. But for $50, man, I, I ain't gonna lie, that's still a whiff. It's still a whiff for me too, man. Sure. For them to be trying to charge $50 for for Andy what? Ruiz and Chris Ariola, so, nah, that's a whiff, brother. So this is a larger conversation about boxing. Uh, I'm boxing kills itself. Hey, do you remember when the Charlo brothers fought two scrubs and they put it on? For oh, a double header, yeah, double header. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just don't get, and it's just a marketing thing, right? You got, and maybe there's something we're not we're not seeing, right? It is, uh. Two Mexican Americans fighting, right? So there could be an audience that we're overlooking that's willing to pay fifty bucks for it, right? You know, we're thinking about in general boxing fans and and the concept. See, the thing about a pay per view fight, the way you attract pay per view buyers, in my opinion, y'all guys, y'all can connect me from correct me if I'm wrong, is a pay per view fight is a special event that's consequential in the sport of boxing. Correct me if I'm wrong. Ain't shit consequential about this. Well, I mean, well, it, it's, it's just a comeback fight. It's a comeback fight, right? For a guy most, who's yeah. not even yeah. the top, one of the top three heavyweights. So, well, so it, it is. It's, made, it's like close to single to Mayo week. It ain't. Ah, uh, yeah, it. that is true. So, so that that is the two Mexican two Mexican fighters, and it's gonna be a bar running for however long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ariola's gonna bring it. We ought to know that that, that uh, the mechanic with the. With a tainted, <laughs> with a, with a tainted beef legs. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's yeah. the thing we gotta watch and see, man. You know that boy like oh, you know something. Yeah, man. I, I ain't never. Yeah, he's he's looking good. I I really think he's gonna put on a show May first. Jit look like he's squatting Mars and Jupiter on that damn bar. That's <laughs> crazy. Well, well, I so we gonna keep it to connect the whiffs today, man. Thank y'all for listening tonight. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on, let me jump in there, man. You speak on it, brother. Man, oh, you, know what? You, you, you know what? You know why I'm wrapping it up? 
Cause you, hey, hey, listen. So for y'all who, cause he bullshitting on Bud Crawford. So we gonna wrap nah, it up. man, 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 trying to disrespect <laughs> Bud Crawford. Get out of here, man. But that was my point, brother. That was a moderator mistake. Was, Go man. ahead, let me kick it back to JD. What you got on it? Connect the whiff. Nah, no, nah, you didn't ask no connect the whiff. You were just saying as far as the $50. That's what I said. Connect the whiff. No, no, no. I already said whiff, but then you followed it up talking about um all of that. And the only thing I would say to that when you mentioned the Charlos and all of that, what I will say with this fight, I do think I agree with you that. Typically, pay-per-view was supposed to be set apart for specific, significant fights. Right, right, right. It's not supposed to be abused like it's being abused right now. Right. But, but what I will say is when you look at the pay-per-view market, especially when you look at other genres like, I guess not different genres, but similar, uh, like UFC, bare-knuckle fighting, different things of that nature, they rely very heavy on the pay-per-view market to try to get people paid. Right. Well, well that's because it's a special money. event. There's not a TV, no, 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 bare knuckle boxing on TV all too often. So it's like a right, special. right, right. But, but I think, but I, I do think a lot of that has to do with, like, for example, you know, we are in a pandemic, and we've lamented a lot about how there isn't as much money, you know, to go around. I don't so, know about all that because because a couple of a couple of weeks later, it's about to be sixty thousand people in the Texas stadium. But, hey, we'll, we'll see if that happens. I mean, we'll, <laughs> of course, you know they're going to change the rules for Canelo. Canelo going to have that bad boy packed out. But yeah, they're saying 70. They're saying it's going to be 70. <laughs> I, I mean, because even, even when we look at, you know, our girl Clarissa Shields, she had to throw on a $30 pay-per-view to try to, to try to cut a check for herself. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's, so, I mean, but that's, that's unfortunate. That's a different situation. Ain't, ain't nobody getting behind Clarissa like that. And I don't know why. She's, she's a talented uh, uh, fighter. So, but, You know what yeah. I mean? So, so I, I just think ultimately... Part of it is that this is a way for them to get paid or add a, a few dimes to their pocket. Yeah, but Ryan Garcia and Luke Campbell definitely didn't fight on pay-per-view, or did they? Hey, but that's the zone. You know, the zone got a different bag than these boys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a streaming service, bro. You're talking yeah. about a whole different, a whole different lane. Yeah. I mean, you do got a good there's point. no such thing as the zone pay-per-view yet. Yeah, that's true. Yet. That's, uh, they better not. So are you you, you got your takeoff? You happy? Yeah, 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 man, cut me off. So so I'm glad you're happy. The most important thing, I hope hopefully the people are happy with us, man. That's our time. Hopefully, you guys listened and enjoyed. Um uh, this is J Box, J D, and Q. And we we signing out, man. Y'all tune in next time. We'll be talking about uh the Cinco de Mayo fights and everything going on in the summer. Hopefully, we can get that big fight on Triller. And be there live to cover uh, Tiafima Lopez versus Cambosis. So that's our time. I'm Jay Box. Go ahead, sign off, fellas. We out. You hit that button. Hit that like button right now. If you ain't did it already. You don't hung around this long. What you here for? Hit the button. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs>